Hi, everybody. Hi. It's not Dr. Nick, but it is <laughs> Cracker Classics. Which is close. Uh, On level completely. of professionalism, it is close. <laughs> <laughs> this is yes. a weekly podcast in which we take a classic movie and watch it and see how horrible it makes us feel in 2021. Yay. Are you ready to feel terrible? I I don't know how ready to feel with what we're watching. I'm not sure what we're getting into. I have absolutely no idea. I know it's about a ship mm-hmm. called the Poseidon, and I'm pretty sure it turns upside down. And I think it's an adventure. Theoretically. It's what the title tells us, but mm-hmm. we know the titles are often wrong. Did you figure it out yet, kids? We're watching the <laughs> Poseidon Adventure. Didn't this basically invent the genre of disaster movies, too? Um, I don't know if it invented it. Oh, okay. But it was definitely a a high watermark in the disaster genre. Ah. Pun intended? Kind of. (laughs) After I said it, I was like, oh. So not intended, but appreciated. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Serendipitous. Excellent. Worked out in the end. As I Which, presume the this adventure works out in the end. I'm sure. About all 70s. I know about this comes from when the Simpsons parodied it. And they got, they got out in the end. Yeah. With some deaths. But, you know, at least the hardcore group of main characters we're supposed to care about survive. Like Ernest Borgnine. Well, he can be the sacrificial lamb. That's fine. That's true. It He's is usually one. It can be Ernest it's Borgnine. It's often Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> He's no Sean Bean, but he does die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not infrequently. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> I like Ernest Borgnine. I'm kind of mad. We saw him in something, didn't we? Yes. He was the asshole in um, From Here, Here to, Eternity. to Eternity. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I think that's why I don't like Ernest Borgnine was his character in that. Well, he died, so it's all good. There you go. Yeah, see? This tracks. <laughs> we've got a lot of big-name people in here. we got Gene Hackman. Well, I don't think we've seen in anything yet. See, see, and this is all news to me. The only reason I know Ernest Borgnine was because his picture was on the Amazon thing, so we pulled it up. <laughs> Beyond that, I know absolutely nothing. I, I read up just a little bit, at least to see who was in it, because we have Shelley Winters, too. Nice. So I look forward to that. There were some other names, too, but those are the main ones. Did this win any awards? Uh, th- sure you're familiar with the song, The Morning After. Nope. There's got to be a morning after. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard familiar. it. It won the Oscar for Best Song. Well, that's good. And then I think it won for, like, visual effects or something. Nice. It got, like, eight nominations or something. Holy shit. I mean, it is uh, decently reviewed and well-regarded enough. It's definitely worth us checking out and seeing well, why. I mean, <laughs> it's also had not insignificant impact on pop culture, so, mm-hmm. like, yeah. This may be one of those, oh, I get that reference now. Yep, I am pretty much assumed that was going to be the case today. Mm-hmm. We're going to... Have a lot of oh moments about our youth. Probably. <laughs> and there may be some uh, realizations about our youth, too. 
Well, yeah, those guys comes with the territory. Day. Yeah. Well, are you ready to get wet? Always. <laughs> I assume there'll be some wetness in here. Whether it's we appreciate it or not, we'll see. Yes. We'll be back with intermission impressions. And moistness. Ooh. suppose it shouldn't surprise me that Ernest Borgnine kisses with his eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure he's got eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> I like him in this, though. Oh, he's great. He's, he's kind of a chauvinist-ass kind of... Kind of, yeah, I'm sort really that, that well-meaning chauvinist. Yeah, he, he and his yeah. wife's thing. Like, I'm not sure exactly how to feel about it. Yeah, because yeah, with her being a former prostitute, and the fact that he married her—that's something. That's definitely a, a plus mm-hmm. that he was willing to not hold her past against her. He was but, also a detective who arrested, arrested her six times. times to keep her off the street while he, he waited for her to agree to marry him, which is, uh, yeah, that, that's where it gets a little squicky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there's a couple ways that could, you could interpret that. Yeah, yeah. It could be really sweet or it could be that problem manifesting in a different fashion. Yeah. But their relationship fascinates me. It does. And hopefully we're building to something with yes, them. Yes, I'm really hoping, because that's something that should not be ignored. Because so far, it's almost like she's too good for him. Yeah, okay, almost. she's got a checkered history, yeah. whatever. She's stronger than he is. But she's also, like, more concerned about her past. That's true. Like, she has, like, been hiding in the hotel, or hotel, in the stateroom to avoid possibly running into a former client, mm-hmm. which I'd imagine the odds are not great, mm. honestly, but I don't know. I, I'm not I good know. with probabilities. Yeah. Math. And I don't know if she worked the docks or where she worked, like that might make a difference because she did say she recognized one of the crewmen. Right. Then Ernest Borgnine said, I don't care. And that, that, that seemed to make a difference. That was nice. But just because you say you don't care doesn't mean that your caring about it is going to come out He's other ways. acting like he didn't, though. True. Like, he seems perfectly genuine in that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he said, like he said, I wouldn't have married you if I did. Mm-hmm. But that's just her past. There's also the present situation and how they're interacting with each other in their current problem. Oh, and how she's wrapping herself up with Gene Ackman? Slightly. That that's that was just the, the beginning of something. The floor, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, something was there simmering was more. Even the, before yeah, that, yeah, yeah. When they were all at the table. So far, though, I'm liking this. I'm very much. I'm enjoying it a lot more than I expected. Me to, to be too. <laughs> I I knew we had an old Jewish couple that were going to Israel. Yeah. To see their their grandson son. and. It, grandson they'd never seen before didn't realize that that was shelly winters and jack albertson <laughs> oh oh Grandpa they're just Joe. the cutest old couple they're fantastic <laughs> <laughs> and i love seeing grandpa joe and other stuff but then we've got the warring reverends uh i wouldn't say they're warring they're just different they're 
ideologically warring. Yeah, but it, I, I wouldn't say warring. Warring, there. it's a strong word. But yeah, they, they differ ideologically, and... It influences yeah. how they uh, look after people. There's mixed results. Well, Gene Hackman's trying to save the people who are still alive, and the other guy is essentially ministering to the dead, which is very much two ways that you approach the Lord's work. But the, the dead he was ministering to were in denial about their impending death, as we just saw when the but water the thing finally is, started pouring in. He was not. He was aware of the situation. It's he true. knew that they were damned for mm-hmm. lack of, I mean, to put it in the religious context, he knew that the people he was staying to be with were damned. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing to be done. And there is definitely some argument for that being that whole lost causes thing mm-hmm. being a very strong religious commitment. I could see that. Like given the time this movie comes out, it's almost Vatican versus Vatican II. Uh, yeah. Gene it Hackman is. is of course Vatican II. Vatican II. <laughs> Ascending to the top and rising above take the, the Take those who are still alive causes. and continue saving them. Mm-hmm. Yes. He did have a poignant line of, no one is coming to help us, we have to help ourselves. Yep. I mean, you can interpret that in yep. whatever context you want, pro or con, depending on what you're saving yourself from. Oh, I'm a firm believer in that line. For the most part, it is a good line, but... In, like, say, the world of capitalism, yeah, it's not a good line. Uh, what do you mean by that? The market is crashing. I'm a billionaire who owns a, a million companies. I need to buy more companies and concentrate my wealth to save myself from the downfall of capitalism that I have brought down on everyone else. Uh, yeah, it's we can see that. I'm using this as a segue to talk about why the boat tipped over in the first place. Oh, corporate asshole. What yeah, do you let's know? talk about corporate asshole. Capitalism's responsible. <laughs> so the Poseidon is an old boat. It's on its last voyage. Yep. And after this, after they get to Athens, it's going to be scrapped. Meaning it's already been bought by the company that's scrapping it. Yeah, And all they care about is getting the damn thing to where they want it, when they want it. Yep. They're not going to know nautical stuff, like yeah, how to steer a ship in a storm. And how to weight it properly so that it doesn't flip over. Sorry, that was a lot of S's. Um, <laughs> I see you chewing on them. Yeah. <laughs> I lost myself a little bit there. But yeah, for the sake of money... We're going to just ignore all the warning signs and all the experts and get our piece of garbage to where we want it so we can make money off the garbage. Because it's costing us money not having it there. We're behind schedule and we have to pay the people every day to do nothing. Mm -hmm. But now the boat's tipped over. (laughs) So you're not getting your fucking boat. You're not Mm. getting your fucking salvage. Fuck you. Sounds even more expensive than it would have been, had you. Yeah, and Mm. how much are you going to be paying out to the people who die in this goddamn? Like, you're responsible for that shit. Don't be fucking stupid. 
I know there's a sequel to this movie, and hopefully it's the court case that comes after. <laughs> I'd watch that. Class action lawsuit. Life insurance, finagling, and... Uh, the fact that it all was... All of that. What's his name? I forget what his job is. The purser? The purser, yeah. I've but... never heard that term before this movie. No. But, but he's I, the I'm one not that convinces everyone to stay... Because the... he knows what he's talking about. Because he knows boats. Despite the fact that before the boat turned over, he was talking about how it's basically a hotel with a bow and a stern. Yeah. It's the purser who runs said hotel with yeah. a bow and a stern. Meaning he only knows... The hotel aspect. Exactly. <laughs> he yep. doesn't get anything where the ship itself and that science. <laughs> like he's explaining to him, um... No one's coming because they're dead. They're below us now. Yeah. Underwater. You know, this thing <laughs> went floop and now we're up is down. Yeah. Yeah, don't like the purser, but he's dead now. Yeah, there's definitely some religious allegory to this shit. I mean, they climb a fucking Christmas tree <laughs> to, yeah. to get out of the ballroom or the dinner room, whatever. And that was because after the tree had fallen and killed some people. Well, yeah. And they have that sort of symbolism of everyone frantically trying to climb the tree after disaster has struck. Yeah. And it just falling from the well, weight of their... yeah. Because they were There's some religious allegory in there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm rather enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, though, I'm uh, confused and maybe slightly angry about the geography references in here. Yeah. Not lining up to me. No. So we went going from New York to Athens. Yes. And we had just stopped in Gibraltar. Yeah. So we're in the Mediterranean. Yes. And they talk about there was an earthquake off the coast of Crete. Yes. Which puts it already really close to Athens. Well, they've been running full steam ahead. True. But Ernest Borgnine and his wife, once they land, they're going to go to Rome and Torino and Florence. They're going to Italy. Yeah. They're taking a boat, and they're already past Italy. They're going to Greece. The boat that they're on is taking them to Greece, and then they're going to circle back. They must That's kind of what, how I took it. But I was lost in there. Because I don't think they're... Yeah, I don't think that the Poseidon was supposed to be stopping in Italy. Because that Cause would I'm, make it the Neptune. Ah, <laughs> that would make it the Neptune, wouldn't it? <laughs> I uh, wonder if they, in Italy they call this the Neptune Adventure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then the band, they were going to a festival in Italy, I believe. There was like they were going to a jazz festival, I but it was, was in it Italy. in Italy? I don't in Naples? Naples. I mean, that was, uh, there were a few people that said they were going to Italy, but the boat was only going to Greece, and I thought, you're backtracking, why didn't you just fly? So how how are we thinking we're going to go here? We uh, just abandoned all the uh, non-believers of the Second Vatican. <laughs> what of the First now? Vatican. Of the First Vatican. The non-believers of the Second Vatican is what I said. Oh, those that didn't believe in Vatican The ones that are sticking gotcha. with the First Vatican. Yeah, yeah. Um, what happens now? Well, it kind of depends. I mean, we're, if we continue the Christian allegory, we're going to keep losing people along the way until only the true believers are saved. Suppose. Does that mean the Jewish couple ain't going to make it? Because you're going to make me sad. I want yeah. them to live. 
I think I think after what happened on the Christmas tree, they're gonna make it because we just needed to get Shelly Winters up there, mm-hmm. and that's gonna light that fire under her ass that came from uh, Reverend pushing it up. Yeah, <laughs> Heckman getting familiar with yeah, Shelly yeah. Winters there. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I want everyone who has currently survived to continue to survive because I like them all. We've done a good job of establishing characters. I think Ernest Borgnine's going to die. I, I still, he might be the sacrificial lamb still. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Because out of anyone to go, he can be the one to The kid's the definitely making it. I don't know about his sister. I, don't, I think both kids will, will make it. I don't know about his sister. The boy is definitely going to make it because they didn't kill kids in the 70s. True. Yeah, we've established Which may good save his sister likable character on that edge of being a kid, so that may save his sister as well. But uh, I'm not entirely sure there. I think Grandpa Joe's gonna die. Shelley Winters is gonna make it, but Grandpa Joe's gonna die. <sighs> I think you're right. Maybe. Shall we go finish? Yeah, I want to know who dies. See the body count. <laughs> we'll be back. So Jesus didn't resurrect? We don't know that. They left before he could get himself out of that water. So we should have watched for an after credits scene for an Easter egg, is what you're saying? No, this is a scene. coming up out of the water. They didn't do that. Pave the way for the sequel. Maybe. Hmm. I thought I knew where this was going Christian allegory-wise. I thought so, too. And but then he didn't come back. Yeah, he totally should have. He just fell into the water. Mm-hmm. Like, just because the water was on fire doesn't mean he's dead. And, and that was obviously, like, the test to get... Yeah! Turn Ernest Borgnine from the non-believer because he lost his wife and he had that moment of, of I, I, I've lost my faith with you. And he had to restore that faith in him, which he did. But yeah, in a self-sacrificing way, not in a well. It was Jesus the total. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It was the self-sacrifice, but it wasn't the the Jesus self-sacrifice, which was a bullshit self-sacrifice because he knew he was coming back. Well, but that's uh, something. Th- that's you, a different point. Yeah, we're not going to touch on that here <laughs> since we didn't in the movie. Yeah, I must say, I totally. Uh, we were so wrong when it came to deaths and sacrificial lambs. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's a woman who makes the sacrifice for Christianity. Yep. Old Jewish woman. Yeah. So she was Mary? No. No. I I, um, I don't think there's a one-to-one correlation here. It, it's true. It, we're just very much hinting at these yeah. Christian-y things. And I think some of well, it is a, an allegory it, of Vatican and Vatican II. It's a, it's a, really. it, it's, it's a fairly universal like story, as well, there was parts, especially with him not coming back from the dead. That's more that that makes it more ambiguous. That makes yeah. it less yeah. specifically Christian. But you've got other parts in there, like when you've got all those other people going, "We're going to the bow." Yeah, no, you're going the wrong way," says God. Man, I know yeah. what I'm talking about. This is the way out. But the and then of course gone. I have Did seen you see it. it? I didn't have to see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have seen the way through. <laughs> yeah. It's there. Yeah. I've seen it. This movie kind of lost me in the last half, Kinda. honestly. It got a little too on the nose in too many places. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it was fine. The first half, I was good. I was getting there. We built up well. Built up well, and then it just... Oh, God. Started jackhammering at home, and I'm like... Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. In the, I'm, I am okay with Shelly Winters dying. Yes. In the end. Yeah. I am too, but... Very tragic, but led to that emotional yeah. scene when, when when Jack Albertson sees her and all of that. Yeah. And she made her contribution. Yep. She even said, this whole way you've been pulling and dragging my fat ass through here, now yep. I can contribute something to this. Let me do yep. this. And she did. And it cost her her it life. It cost her a little bit. Self-sacrifice. But if it was a massive heart attack... It was yeah. probably already coming, yeah. And she would have just fallen over into the flames and having not contributed anything, yeah. You know, but she was able to save the day. In hindsight, she came through. Yeah. That being said, I did not like Nani, that singer. Yeah. Uh, red buttons as a attachment. Paramore. Paramore. Love interest. That was a quickly developing thing. Well, it's life or death situations that, that those things tend to happen. True, but also <laughs> character development would happen in those situations, which she had none. Because she well, didn't have a character. She, I was going to gonna say, she would have had to have had a character for it to develop. Mm-hmm. She did not. I did not like her in the end. I thought there was going to be more I, there to her. There was nothing to like or dislike. She did not she didn't exist have as a human being. Mm. She simply she existed was as the completion, the the completion of Red Buttons' character. Yes. Because he was the bachelor, and a bachelor a for too long. bachelor. Just never found the right person never to care about. Never had the time. Oh, look, I did. Now I care oh, about you. Oh, I have you. the time, because I'm forced to have the time. Kind of. And... Because you're completely blank, I can project all my things onto you, and you are now mine. And Yay! I am pulling you with me. Despite your many resistances, I'm just going to Despite pull you along! You're coming with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there was something there that could have developed with her, too. You know, she was just yeah. greatly attached to her brother. Her brother is dead. She could transfer that attachment to red buttons. She could have. She did. There could have been something. But there was nothing. Yeah. Even when she became one of these survivors. It was a great premise. It started There was other people that could have survived instead Uh, of her. Yeah. Hmm. Now, uh, can we talk about Jailbait? Uh... Susan and the (laughs) Reverend. Yeah. I don't think the Reverend was aware of it. Or encouraging it. Well, definitely it was wasn't definitely encouraging there. it, but I'm not sure if he was quite aware of it just I, yet. Yeah. Just given what else was going on, you know. He was a little distracted. Yeah. Boy, did she want him. Oh, yeah. She would have jumped over and gone after him when he fell in that water. Yep. She almost did. Yep. That's another not fully fleshed out thing. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, this authority figure, you're going to, again, project things onto him, depending on your psychology and stuff. Yeah. But why introduce that and not really do anything with it? Did we need that at all in the end? 
No. No. Aside from making the comparisons of, of course, it's a Christian allegory, so there's got to be a little bit of that in there somewhere. Those are... No, but they always put it in there. Oh, that's true. Maybe it's not intentional, but it always rears its ugly head. Yeah. We'll do a byproduct. One of these days. Very sick, twisted. They're not doing <laughs> anything about a byproduct. I don't know. It just—it's always there. It always comes up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Too preachy. Yeah. Too gaudy. Uh, it wasn't too preachy, too gaudy. It was too smack you in the face with it like i'm fine with a good christian allegory robocop was fantastic fair enough i love the matrix but (laughs) you don't need to slap me in the face with it like it just it was too much Mm -hmm. especially at the end Uh, yeah when we start screaming at god why do you fight us we'll Mm. take care of it just don't fight against us Mm -hmm. yeah basically Fuck you. Fuck you! And that gave a weird message of, we're doing this without you, God. Don't interfere, omnipotent being who is everything and everywhere. That's where a lot of my religious issues come from. That's true. They made it too personal. Yeah. And that is sort of the hazard of major religions. Yep. Take it too personally, and you're not... There's a big picture there, and you're a pixel in the picture. Mm-hmm. Ultimately disappointed. Yeah. It had in, such in the, promise. I, I have mixed feelings in the end, but I'm mostly just disappointed in how it turned out. It was fine, but the promise of the first half did not was not appropriately fulfilled in the second. No. And not just because our death predictions were wrong. <laughs> I was actually kind of alright with our death predictions being wrong, but Yeah, that's fine. And we totally forgot about Gimby employee that knew the way around rowdy mcdowell yeah not every day you see rowdy mcdowell die so take it when you can i was a little (laughs) shocked ernest borgnine didn't yeah he lost his wife though yeah which that that pissed me off that was stupid yeah i didn't get that there wasn't really a reason for her to fall and yeah she just kind of did. And it's sort of a nanny situation of she only exists to complement the her male attachment character. Because she had to die in order for him to have that the loss of faith, of faith moment. Yeah, yeah. You know. You caused me the only, only thing reason ever she lived yeah. the whole way through was so she could die then. And we have this dramatic albeit not really necessary crisis of faith moment right at the very end. Yeah. That causes Gene Hackman to choose to let go and die. Yeah. Stupid. Yep. It's kind of suddenly last summer where hopes were built up and then we shat the bed. looking so good Mm -hmm. and then, nope. It didn't shit the bed as bad as suddenly last. No, time. no, I'm, that is <laughs> not a fair by, comparison by to any make. Scratch. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just the I, I, other I don't, thing I thought I, I, I was shit the bed. I am not actively angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'm just disappointed, mm-hmm. which, as we all know, is worse. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think so in this case. In the end, this this was okay. I will rate this higher than yeah. Suddenly last this, this is good. We have good performances. Great performances. 
Visual effects are well done. Yeah. I think the way that they handled everything being upside down was cool. Yeah. yeah. To the point where a lot of times I didn't even notice it. Yep. Until they're like trying to go up a stairwell and the stairs are not enough. <laughs> yeah, because it's just the flat. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, right. Upside I, down. Yeah, I gotta think about this a second. <laughs> Why is the men's room sign upside down? Right. Right. The urinals upside down made me happy. <laughs> I have no idea why it made me as happy as it did, but it did. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in a bathroom when it went upside down. No. Oh, God, no. Of course, any room Yeah, is yeah, not going to be pleasant. But bathroom, no one. Because uh-huh. you know somebody didn't flush. You just know it. Now, I do have a question. Yes. You said that the you know, little boy went into the men's room in order to use the john. Exactly how did he accomplish that? Pete in the corner. Probably. That's what I would have done. That's my only assumption. I found it funny, though, that he, he went had to, to the go, men's room to so go. he went to the men's room <laughs> just to find that everything was upside down, just like everything else. Yep. Again, unnecessary, but it provided something. Yeah. We at least got to see urinals upside down. and I don't know why that entertained me as it did, but it did, yeah. so... Hooray, upside down urinal. I've seen it. <laughs> it was fun. We giggled. <laughs> oh. I'm I'm not uh, upset that we watched this. No. I don't regret Just it. Just disappointed in the end. Yeah. If you're inclined to, watch it. Uh, yeah, if check it don't. out if you want to. I'm not I mean, going to sing its praises. I, I'm not going to say watch it if you had no prior inclination. But if you had no, if you had a prior inclination, I'm not going to dissuade you. Mm. It is a perfectly fine disaster film. Yeah, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. And I guess our problem with it was expecting more out of a disaster film than what maybe what there was there. And their folly was putting something more in there in a disaster film that didn't need to failing be failing to follow through appropriately. Yeah. And of course, you had to burn the whore. See, we did have a little Mary Magdalene character in there. Had to burn the whore. That that bothered me. She had to perish because of she sinned previously, and that bothered and, me. Yeah, and there were so many other ways for her to die, but no, she had to burn. Mm-hmm. She had to fall into the flames and burn. Yep. For Q. It was would have been fine as a Christian allegory without the preachers in it. Yeah, that's the biggest slap. Yeah, all throughout. You could have had these little subtleties. Without having these two priests talking about the right way to yeah, yeah. be reverends and, and sermons and crap. Yeah. Made it too messianic. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Way too messianic. You're following Gene Hackman. We're not following Gene Hackman. Then you're gonna die. I'm gonna follow the doctor. Go to the bow. The doctor was secularism, obviously. Ah, okay. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a doctor. He knows that there's no... You can't get to the engine room. So we're going to the bow. Ah, fuck off. He didn't know that you fully... He He didn't fully know, because he didn't check. Recheck and check again. Like what so many secularists actually do. Yeah. Fuck off. Anyway. (laughs) Now I'm even more mad. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm the approaching. The more we think about this, I'm approaching moment. anger on this one now. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I mean... You know what? Fuck it. Just follow us on Twitter. 
Check out our website. Crackerclassics.com. Patreon. Slash Cracker Classics. Um, by the way, this is our last episode of the year of 2021. Happy That's why New we year, picked Poseidon Adventure yeah. to New Year's Eve, and I don't think we mentioned that throughout this entire episode, but now that we're at the oh, end yeah, here. New Year's Eve. Yay. Thank you for uh, listening through us this year of uh, weird schadenfreude what the fuck mess of this oh, year. Oh, God. It will continue into next year. Do not be fooled. It ain't over yet, folks. No, no. We hope you'll check us out in the new year. And continue to support us. And we thank you. However, however you do. Oh, you can also email any critiques, comments, whatever. Crackerclassics at gmail.com. Mm, that thing. We keep forgetting to mention that, I think. I don't know. Meh. I, yeah. Whatever. There's an email. But we love you. Use this. Thank you, folks. Bye.